Last time on Space Days. The crew made it to Thibis and made it into the Emmett's garage, where the girls discovered that Botchus's nemesis was in fact a 13-year-old boy who ran the garage by himself. After inspecting the Miss Lily, they were given the price of 600 chips. They were told that they could pick up the ship in a couple days and didn't have to pay until then. Donning Botchus's clothes and a new look, Nora and Daythorn and Botchus and Sito headed out into the wastes to head towards Tabaki's shop to get Sito looked at. So you guys uh, find Tabaki's shop and you go in. The bell makes an odd noise. It doesn't make a quite dinging noise because it is cracked and broken. Uh inside of Tabaki's shop. It is filled with knickknacks galore. Uh, from first glance, it looks like a thrift store of cursed objects or objects that no one would ever want in their entire life. Uh, strange items hang from the walls, masks that are kind of alienated uh, looking there's a, a jar of eyes sitting on a shelf that seem to watch you as you uh, walk by. Can I tap on them? Go ahead. You tap on him? Tink, tink, tink. Uh, the eyes blink. Ugh. They have the ability <laughs> to blink? I thought they were just eyeballs. Nope, they blink. <sighs> You know, like, when lizards have that, like... Uh-uh. 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 <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Walking away. Um, the one thing you do not see is Tabaki. What do you guys want to do? I'm going to steal his shit, then. Mm. Okay. <laughs> if you try, I'm going to smack <laughs> your hand. I'm just gonna. Is there anything interesting that I'd want? Uh, you can make an investigation. 18. Uh, there's a lot of junk. There's some. Uh, okay, have you guys played Persona 5? Uh, some of it, yes. Okay, you know when you go into a palace and you get really random shit, like half a pack of playing cards or a half-smoked cigar or that kind of shit? There's a lot of that shit. Oh. Um, there's a leather-bound journal that when you open it, uh, the pages are just dark red. They're just dark red? Uh-huh. There's, like, nothing on them? Not that you can see. They're just dark red. Mm. I'm gonna hold on to this. That's cool. I might buy it. Or I might steal it. We'll see how the day goes. Yeah. Depends on how he fucking treats me. As you guys are kind of... Like, what, what are the other two doing? Botches, what are you doing? Uh, just so you know, Botches, Sito is holding on to you. Okay, that's fine. Now that you his are ass? in the shop, he is is much... M no, not his ass. <laughs> he is 
far more nervous. Coming There's plenty into the of show. ass to go around. It's fine. Uh, he's gonna. He's kind of looking around. He's pretty used to everything. Um, he steers solidly away from like things like the eyes and like things that look unsavory. Probably make his way up to the uh, if there's some sort of front desk. There is. Uh, Daythorn, what are you doing? As much as I'd like to say Daythorn is looking at everything, she's on a mission to get Sito some help. Okay. Uh, So Uh, she's at the front desk. All of you make a perception check. Ho ho ho! Ten. Natural (laughs) twenty. Natural twenty. Okay. Yes. Uh, you all suddenly hear a growl come from behind the counter. What? After a moment, a large mechanical dog that seems to be only half finished comes around the corner. One eye is glowing red as the other half is covered in a weird-looking fur. It lets out loud snarls and barks. And I need you all to roll initiative. No! (gasps) But it's a puppy! (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) That is an 8. 17. 16. The puppy. Daythorn, that was eight. Sito rolled a ten. Uh, Botchis, what did you? Sixteen. Sixteen, and Nora? Seventeen. Seventeen. Now I will roll for the. So, this dog comes out. It is snarling. It is barking at you. It seems to be almost twitching a little bit as the mechanics are, uh, Springing to life. Botches, you are first. And I will uh, remind you. I thought Nora was first. Yeah. Oh, Nora. Yeah, my bad. Sorry. Nora, you're first. Okay. Um, I will remind you that bad rolls may lead to damages in the shop. Oof. Cool. And also, Sita will be joining you for this fight. No, not the no. So, Nora, you're first. So, I'm gonna get down on one knee and go, Who's a good boy? <laughs> um. Okay. Nora, are you fucking crazy? It's fine. Uh, 19 hits, right, Nora? Oh, god damn it. Yeah! Uh, so you bend down at this snarling mechanical dog and say, Who's a good boy? And the ears kind of perk up and look at you. And then jumps and tackles you to the ground, knocking you prone, and you take two damage as it sinks its metal fangs into your arm. 
Uh, Botches. Mm, yep. It is your turn. All right. <clears throat> I... Oh, God. I really don't want to fuck up this shop. Don't hurt the dog! <laughs> it's not a real dog! It's a thing! Hey. That's rude. Is your leg just a thing? Yeah! No, it's yeah, a target. Yeah, it is! <laughs> <laughs> I say all of this with this dog on top of me, fighting <laughs> at my, my arm. It's oh. so good! <laughs> it's such a good puppy! Is it? Sito's a good, yes. good AI puppy. This is not a good puppy. This is a good puppy. I'm gonna back- He's not a puppy. <laughs> He's a good boy. Can we focus on the issue here? Let's see. Um, I, So the only time you will actually cause damage to his uh, shop is if you roll a natural one. All right. No, no pressure. No pressure or anything. Great. Now that now that we've said that, there's gonna be natural <laughs> one in my future for sure. All right. I'm gonna backpedal and pop off a shot then. Okay. Oh my god, if you hit me with your shot, I will be pissed. 23. That hits. Okay. For 12 damage. I'm also going to uh, use one of my trick shots. Okay. And I'm gonna try and do a disarming shot and it's a drop one held object of my choice but I'm gonna see if I can get it to let go of Nora Just hit him in the face and so yeah uh, 23 to hit and then that was uh, 12 damage 12 damage okay and then you use yep. your trick shot yeah and it's a uh, it must succeed on a strength saving throw for the okay. doggo for the doggo yeah let's see what he gets uh, he got a natural 17. Okay, he's fine. Sorry, Nora. It's fine, I'm fine. We're not <laughs> killing this dog. I'm gonna uh, shoot it one more time. You're gonna what? I'm gonna shoot it one more time, then. Shoot it one more time? Go for it. Yep. Uh, 25 to hit. That hits. For, ooh, 5 damage. Okay. Okay. Uh, next it is the doggo's turn. Uh, nope, you're fine. Uh, Botchus, you shot it, and at first it didn't let go, but with your second shot, it releases Nora and, uh, kind of runs behind one of the shelves in the, uh, in the shop. Now it is Sito's turn. Okay, so Sito uh, runs around the bookshelf, or the, the shelf of the shop that the dog had run to, and makes an unarmed strike against it. As you watch this mechanical dog suddenly go flying out from behind the bookshelf as Sito does 18 points of damage. Jesus what? Christ. Oh my 
And this is the uh, first time that you guys have ever seen Sito actually fight something. Our baby's growing up. Why are we here? Why are we even <laughs> here? Why isn't this just Sito goes on an adventure? Space days of Sito the AI. Like, yeah. <laughs> damn! <laughs> Space Days of Sito the AI are usually 99% of the time him coloring on the Miss Lily and watching Gundam <laughs> Fighters. You're right, you're right. Yeah. That 1% he's kicking ass, but the other times it's coloring in Gundam. Uh, next, it is Daythorn. Uh, I want to go around the desk and see if there is a bowl or a bone or some sort of toy for this dog or something to identify its name just something okay uh go ahead and make an investigation that is a 26 <laughs> yeah okay so while the others are uh fighting the dog you you do find a little resting area for it there are a bowl of bolts and a metal bone, and mm -hmm. on the bowl it says Mr. Barkington. Uh, do I still have an action to pick up the <laughs> bone? <laughs> uh, your investigation was the action this the turn, action. but next turn okay. you can totally pick up Mr. Barkington the third's bone. Alright, I want to Say, Mr. Barkington! <laughs> uh, so, yeah. when you say that, he looks up and looks at you, and Nora, it is your turn. Um. I don't know. I don't want to hurt the dog, but it also bit the. Is it within 15 feet of me? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna burning hands this motherfucker. <gasps> It's a deck save. Deck save? Uh-huh. Ah, uh, that does not do it. That's a two. Okay, oh. good. Okay, so it gets, uh, 5d6. Uh, 21. Oof. Points of damage. Okay. Oof. Oh, shit. <laughs> so while it's distracted, you let off, uh... Burning Nans is a touching thing, right? Or is it just within 15 feet? It said within 15 feet. You ignite. Oh, shit. I ignite. <laughs> well, I may have set his shop on fire as well. Oh, God. Uh, um, so as you hold your hands with your thumbs touching and fingers spread out, a thin sheet of flame shoots forth. From your outstretched fingertips, each creature in a 15-foot cone must make a deck saving throw. A creature takes six or 3d6, but I cast it at a higher level. Okay. On a f on a fail or take half as much damage. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and roll me a d20. Oh no! I just set this guy's shop on fire along with his dog. Uh, 16. Okay. So you are fine. You were able to aim it well enough. You were just barely able to, like, aim it well enough. The save was 15 to not set any of his stuff on oh, fire. Oh, shit. So, uh, you, you see, like, this tapestry kind of gets singed, but it doesn't light. 
Thank God. Uh, as Mr. Barkington lets out a really kind of mechanic howl. <laughs> and next is Botchus's turn. Alright. I'm gonna get right up in its face and pull out my scimitar. Because why not? Go for Dear it. Dear God, what are you doing to this puppy? <laughs> <laughs> it bit me. Uh, Fuck this puppy. Alright, one of the... Uh, let's see. 16 hit? 16 does hit. Alright, so that's... Ooh, 10... And then 27 to hit on the second one. Uh-huh. And for eight. So Mr. Barkington is starting to spark and like bits of the fur are hanging off of him. His eyes are kind of flashing from black to red. And he tries to move forward but can't take a step. Sito uh, walks over to Mr. Barkington and puts his hand on the mechanical dog's head and you guys see the familiar wires of Sito uh, almost plug in to Mr. Barkington and the light of his eye goes out and he collapses to the floor. Oof. And you guys have beat Mr. Barkington the third. You've broken this man's dog! But we didn't set his shop on fire. He can make another one. After a moment, and you guys are catching your breath, you hear the familiar sound of the broken bell and the door open and closing and standing in the doorway is a man two men uh one of them is a half elf and is smaller in frame and he has a undercut with black hair that has pink and purple streaks through it and bright purple eyes and is wearing a uh kind of dirty lab coat. The other one is a tiefling, standing at about six feet with slicked back black hair. And the two of them are carrying grocery bags. And the smaller man lets out a sigh at the side of the shop. Really, Botches? I'm gone for a couple hours and you come in and break my dog. I didn't, I didn't break it. That would be me. I hold up my hand. <sighs> he, uh, he hands off his grocery bags to the taller man who kind of lets out this grunt and s- walks past all of you. He also, uh, picks up the broken dog on his way. And heads into the back room. As Tabaki comes up to the rest of you and is just like, Well, now I'm going to have to make Sir Barkington the fourth. I, uh, what happened to the other two? Oh, they exploded. 
because of people like us, or... Sure. Maybe this you trial should try error. make like a bird. Sir Trippington or something. A... That's stupid, Botches. Well, you... why would you name a bird Sir Trippington? What would you name a bird? Polly? Uh, he looks over in your direction, Daythorn, and kind of gives this little smile. He goes, hey, you're still alive. Yep. She waves her hand. <laughs> I guess that uh, coin brought me some good luck. Oh, that's good. I thought it was cursed for sure. Well, that's what I thought, too. You have a cursed coin? Eh, cursed or lucky. We weren't quite sure. No idea. Anyway... What can I do for you guys? Dejorn makes a motion to Sito. He is a broke. Tabaki looks at Sito with really kind of soft eyes and then turns them to you, Botches, with not so soft eyes. What'd you do to him? I I I didn't do nothing to him. Is Gabriel. Hmm. He kind of looks you up and down, and then it, he lets out another sigh. It's just like, all right, come on, into the back room. And he kind of ushers uh, the group of you into the back room. And the back room is like night and day compared to the front room. Uh, the back room is an actual, almost like a doctor's office. And it is really clean and really organized. Uh, along one wall, you see cabinets that are lined with different medications and different, like, medical supplies. On the other side of the room, there are all sorts of, like, mechanical parts. Hmm. So, uh, you guys look good. Well, we're working on it. Alright, Sito. And he has Sito hop up on one of the tables and plugs in one of the comms and starts running a diagnostics. He says, so is it just the uh, the break on his arm? Uh, he lost a couple days of memory. How did that happen? Oh, um, just happened. Daythorn kind of like looks away. Like, I, I had asked for a search inquiry and he just Kind of screamed, and then we turned him off. Interesting. He uh, pulls out a clipboard and starts jotting some notes down. And he looks at you and he goes, Well, what did you have him look up? I'm not telling you while he's in this room. I don't want him to try again. <sighs> Alright. As he turns to Sito, he goes, Sito, why don't you go into sleep mode for just a little bit, okay? We can plug you in and you can charge up. Uh, Sito kind of looks at the three of you and he nods and goes into sleep mode. Uh, Tabaki looks at, back at you, Daythorn, kind of expectantly, like, okay. Uh, she's still paranoid. I was like, do you have something to write down with? He holds out his clipboard to you. I write it down. Okay. Uh, he looks at it and kind of like his brow furrows a little bit 
He says, you know, uh, I don't know much about him, but I have had patients come in talking about him. They don't say much, I don't question them usually, but usually they come in pretty badly beaten and his name comes up. Don't know if that helps or not. Hey, DM. Yeah? Uh, how long has it been since we left the ship? Uh, it has been about an hour. Okay, so I don't have masculine faces up anymore. Okay. It probably fell down when you guys were fighting. Yeah. Okay. Tabaki doesn't really seem all that phased. Okay, cool. He has given you some glances. Like, he gave you this kind of, like, look up and down. But... <laughs> it was Botches as close. You know, he... <laughs> he didn't really say much uh, about you. He then turns to Botches and says, You. On the table now. Uh... The... Is Sita all taken care of? Like, I, I think it's- I'm it's running probably... the test right now. Get on the table. It's- It's probably fine. I'm gonna go Watches. out and- <laughs> He will sit on the table. As you guys see Tabaki pull up a stool and kind of these, like, magnified goggles and uh, starts looking at Botches' mechanical leg. You know, I put oil in it and stuff. It's it's fine. You have to do more than put squirts. oil in it, stupid. I make sure it's all tight and stuff. How did you get this much dust in it? Like a toyga. <laughs> <laughs> get out. <laughs> Go burn another mechanical pupper. Yeah, please don't. Shut up. I'm not going to burn your goddamn pupper. It bit me. <laughs> well, uh, you were probably trying to steal something. I wasn't. I Oh, I was looking at this book that I was going to ask about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it's cursed. Oh, well, is everything cursed in here? I think so. Okay. Uh, He got all the sand in there because we had to go to a dusty planet to get some shit. And you yep. didn't clean it out afterwards. I didn't know, or I would have cleaned it out. Hmm. Would you? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I, like, took a towel to it. It's fine. You can't just take a towel to it, botches. You didn't give me, like, a brush or something. What? Yes, I did! <laughs> did you? Yes! Oh, no! I gave you a kit to clean your leg in all situations. Uh, can we get another one of those kits? I'll make sure he cleans his leg from now on. I, I could take care of it myself, you know? Obviously not, Botches. Still walking. Oh, barely. I like her. You only know that because you were grabbing my butt. Oh my god. <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's kind of scandalous, princess. Well, I didn't look like myself while I was doing that. <laughs> that's that's probably Speaking. a smart smart move. Speaking of mask of many faces, <laughs> uh, you know you don't have to do that here, right? Better safe than sorry. Uh, I'm not gonna let you. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna turn you in. I'm. I'm kind of uh, wanted by the Bry Sanctum too. So 
Oh, no, no, I'm not worried about you. Okay, well, nobody's allowed in here, so... Fine, I drop mask and many faces, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just saying. Up to you. Your life, your choices. So, <laughs> so how's his leg? Uh, it's gonna take some cleaning and some adjusting. And what did you do to this part here? As he kind of pokes a loose, uh, loose area of your leg from when you guys fell in Avalon. Uh, yeah, it hasn't been quite the same since we, we, uh, took a tumble. <sighs> okay, let me tell you guys, Botches has always been like this. He needs to clean his leg. If he doesn't, These... it's, it's I... not made out of the best metal. And if you don't take care of it, it's going to stop working. And that means I'm going to have to make you a new one. We didn't know that Botches didn't take care of his leg. Because uh, I do. It's just kind of a personal matter. Yeah. It, yeah, but now that we know this, I shoot a glare at Botches. Uh, we will make sure that he keeps his leg clean. Probably among other things, because he's a dirty, but dirty boy. <laughs> I'm the dirty boy. Do we need to have this conversation? <laughs> I take regular showers. When was the last time you did? When they I fell take... in Avalon. I bathe regularly. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Daythorn. You, you back you got yeah, my back, what you, right? What do you what do you want me to say? I don't keep track of when you shower. <laughs> well. I know I'm a scientist and take notes a lot, but that's that's not my thing. It's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> Look, just just get her off my back. Uh, get her off my ass. She shrugs. <laughs> you really want me off your ass? Do you want to go shopping, Nora? Well, they take care of business. Yeah, look, I promise I'll take better care of my leg. Uh, you, you two should go. Um, you could get, get some actual clothes. Oh, you don't like me wearing your clothes? That's, it's not bad, I mean, it's just kind of big and, don't you want something, like, nice? Probably not down here. Yeah, but he kind of looks you up and down like, you look like you raided someone else's closet. <laughs> I did, so... Yeah! You could... <laughs> kind of the look I'm going for. I can't imagine those boots fit well. Get some better boots. Okay, fine. <sighs> but fine, fine. I'll leave. I walk out. After Mask of Many Faces. Mm. Uh, quick question. Where's a good clothing store <laughs> that we can walk to? Uh, well, the demon's nest isn't too far from here. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, directions to that, please. Uh, go out of our shop, take a right, go down past the junkyard, take a left, and it will be right on the edge before you enter Trine. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you very much. And then I will follow Nora out. 
Uh, Tabaki looks up at you, Boshis, and says, Well, they seem nice. Greetings, listeners. Are you looking to add more D&D fun to your lineup? Then be sure to check out Party Advantage, a D&D 5th edition play podcast featuring two campaigns alternating each week. In the Arius adventures, you'll set off into the land of Arius, from the ancient dragon gods that created this world to the rise and fall of various races and civilizations, this land has history that stretches far into times long forgotten. Our heroes find themselves on a journey that will take them to the busy city of gnomes, the gilded halls of the high elves, and to the deepest depths of the Underdark. Then in the Farwind Saga, you'll travel with our group of anti-heroes for their suspense-filled exploits as they explore the enigmatic continent of Farwind. This is an ancient land lost to the histories of Faerun, where mystery and danger shroud the deep forest, forbidden mountains, and dark mires. Yet every risk offers tantalizing rewards to those brave enough to take them. Will these parties gain the advantage on their next encounter? Find out every Wednesday on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you then. And we're going to go to uh, Nora and Daythorn in this what's bound to be a slightly awkward conversation. Go. Uh... <laughs> Uh, well, Daythorn pulls out her little communicator to check her bank account. Uh, the 99 chips that you had asked for in the email have been transferred to your, your chip card. Alright, thank god we can now buy some clothes. Um, the Tabaki says we go to the right, past the junkyard, then a left, and then a right. And it should be on the edge of the city before we enter. Proper. Cool. Go that direction, then. Daythor doesn't know what else to say. <laughs> oh, the awkwardness. Um, Botches, what do you what do you want to do? <laughs> I'm just letting Tabaki do his thing. Um, he's gonna promise to take better care of it, cause it was like it was a gift, and that's pretty. I was pretty nice of him to to make that leggy for me. He he does remind you that you did save his life, so it was the least he could do. Uh, he. <laughs> Finishes cleaning up your leg and readjusting it, and it feels so much better than it has the last couple months. Uh, he tells you, you know, don't worry about pain. You never have to pay. Uh, I'm gonna do some more tests on Sito, get him recalibrated, and kind of update him a little bit. So he'll be good as new in just a couple hours. Alright, that's, uh... That's great. Um, let me just... I'm gonna... Vaja's gonna dig into his pouch and try and give him, like, ten gold. Because that's... I mean... Uh, you hand the ten gold to Tabaki and he hits you in the forehead with it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just take like the money. One coin at a time. <laughs> <laughs> 
botches, you know I'm not taking your money. Yeah, well... It, it was my fault you lost your leg in the first place. I'm not taking your money. Next time, then. Yeah, you can try. Fine. Whatever. He does pick up one gold coin, though. It says, this is for Mr. Barkington. <laughs> for Mr. Barkington. In remembrance. Nora, did you walk out with that journal? Yes, I did. <laughs> Nora! <laughs> Probably okay. without really thinking uh, about it. He fully knows that you just walked out with it. He rolled a I don't, he rolled a nineteen on his uh, perception. So I don't think Nora actually meant to steal it because she was gonna ask about it. She even showed it to him yeah. and it just kind of happened. He he could one thing Tabaki's really good at is sensing the tension in the air. So he knew that there was shit going down and he just decided to let you keep the maybe cursed journal. So now you have a cursed question mark red paged journal awesome daythorn you have your cursed question mark lucky coin <laughs> that's what tabaki should name his shop is just cursed question, question mark, question mark? <laughs> i'm sure i will notice and probably try to go back and give it back to him finders keepers bitch so, I guess Botchus is gone for a hot minute. Uh, we're walking to the store. Yep. Nora's not even looking at you, Daythorn. Oh, no. She she knows. She's not really paying too much attention. This is like this awkward, quiet walk where you're both going to the same place. And you both know each other. And something happened, and you're not talking. This is This is that awkward, quiet. Yep. You could ten cut the tension with a knife. Yep. Yep. That's cursed. And all of this felt like a ploy from Botches trying to get the two to talk. I don't know what you're talking about. Don't lie to me, Botches. Hey, I'm not there. Can't talk to me. Yet. Yet. Uh, so you guys follow Tabaki's instructions. Nora, you are seeing more and more of your race in the wastes. The race I'm posing as? No, tiefling. Oh, okay. There okay, are okay. quite a few tiefling, uh, drow, dragonborn, races that are generally looked down upon. Right. There are a few humans, um, you don't really see a lot of elves or Osimars or anything like that. You guys make it to a storefront. As you guys are getting closer to the city of Trine, um, storefronts are starting to look a little nicer because patrols do come this far into the wastes. Right now, you're not seeing any, but you do find a clothing store called the Demon's Nest. It is right on the outskirts of the city, and it is a bit nicer of a storefront. There's mannequins that have clothes on them and um, the sign actually looks pretty nice and when you go in they have a bell that works so that's neat <laughs> and uh, the store is filled with actually really nice clothes and 
sitting at the front desk, uh, kind of the cash register area, right by the door, is a young girl in her early 20s with curly brown hair. And she looks up at you as uh, you walk in and she smiles and says, Welcome to the Demon's Nest. My name's Anita. If you have any questions, let me know. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, I think we're just gonna explore the shop. Okay. Daythorn looks to Nora like, well, need some proper clothing. If we end up going to trying, you'll need to look a little more appropriate. Uh, so we'll see Toa in botches. Uh, I don't think it's a good idea to take Sito to Brian. Trying. Trying. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not from this planet. Yeah, however, if Tabaki can't fix Sito up proper, I, I still know a few people in the Bry Sanctum that might be able to look at him. Hopefully he can just fix him up so we won't have to deal with the Bry Sanctum. Daythorn is just gonna go wander off to the men's section and AI section to go dress them up. <laughs> they have a specific AI section? They do. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Sweet. The higher classes of Trine can afford AIs. And so um, they it's, it's like stores that have outfits for your dogs. God. You can dress them up. But there is a small AI section. Uh, there's a rather large men's section and a rather large women's section. Botches. Yes. Before you leave Tabaki's shop, uh, he he walks you to the front door and he says, I will shoot you a message when I have Sito uh, all finished. And, oh, also, uh, Lizen was here a couple days ago. Yeah? Yep. He had a fractured arm and two broken ribs, but they're going to finals. Oh, goddess. <laughs> well, that's uh, all I'll stop by and tell him congrats for finals. But other than that, he looks good. Well, yeah, a little furry, but doing just as good as he can be. Cool, cool. I'll, uh, yeah, I don't know where we're going to be. I don't think we're going to be staying on the ship while it's being worked on. Cause that's kind of, that's over at Emmett's right now, but, uh, don't you have your home? Yeah, that's what I mean, is we'll probably, I don't know if the other two want to stay somewhere, you know, a little more ritzy. Well, they've been staying on a ship with you for the last month, so, I mean, it can't be too bad. <laughs> Can you do- mm. Uh, you, you said they went to the demon's nest, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's where I sent them. Ugh. Whether or not they went there, that's their own choice. I'm not, like, watching them or anything. Who said I was watching them? Okay, you broke my dog. Get out now. <laughs> Good to see you, too, Tabaki. You both, uh, I'll, I'll see you around. Alright, where are you going, Botches? You gonna head to the Demon's Nest? Yeah, I'm gonna... I'm gonna look around, like, on the way if there's anything interesting that I want to stop and see. Because I'm gonna try and give the two girls a little more time. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
hoping, fingers crossed, that he's going to show up and they're going to be like, yay, holding arms and like, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know Nora very well. Well, he can hope, he can dream. <laughs> yeah, is there uh, anything like on the way that there's... I mean, there's the, there's the usual, um, there's some shops, like some bookstores that have really run down books. There's a lot of bars. Um, there's a lot of strip clubs. Uh, interesting. Fuck, why didn't we stop at the strip clubs? (laughs) Uh, there's just the the usual botches. Okay. Um, if you can think about it, it, it's probably there. Is there somewhere specific you wanted to go? Uh, not really. He's just kind of wasting time before meeting uh, up with the others. You could go to the arcade. Oh, uh, let yeah. I'm gonna let's. I'm gonna wander in the bookshop real or the what do they call bookstore? <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> In place with the things that are paper. Botches walks into a bookshop. <laughs> what is this brand new world? Shining, shimmering, splendid. <laughs> uh, okay, Botches, uh, you... Is there a specific book you're looking for, or are you just kind of flipping through pages trying to give the girls more awkward time? Uh, a little bit of that. He's also gonna see if there's anything like, um... He's specifically looking for maybe something that Daythorn would be interested in. Uh, he doesn't really know where to where to start. Um, also, if he comes across it first, he doesn't want to, like, ask. I'll probably end up asking in a minute, but if he comes across it first, he, he's looking for, like, um, maybe newspapers or, like, a uh, history of family like royal stuff he's looking for for like stuff about nora and the wedding and like that whole issue and maybe some family history i don't know uh go (laughs) ahead and make an investigation great uh three He's probably going to end up asking for help. Botches make a dex save. Okay. You said a dex save? Uh Uh-huh. Why? (sighs) Eleven. Okay, uh, so you are walking through this bookstore. There's shelves lined up. Kind of like a library. It's not very big, but um, you you think you see a, an article, and you think it says marriage, so you go to pull it out. In doing so, you end up pulling about 30 other books down with you. <clears throat> you oh, no. quickly step back to... Uh, avoid the falling books. In doing so, you bump into the 
bookshelf behind you as four more books uh, topple down from the top of that shelf. (laughs) He's going to start putting them back in the shelves. Definitely not in order. Like, he's just grabbing them and, like, shoving them in. Like, oh my god. You do take uh, one point of bludgeoning damage. What? That's fine. Uh, it definitely caused emotion, like, commotion, and the, uh, dragonborn that is sitting at the counter kind of looks up from his newspaper, grunts, and then looks back down. Uh, Nora and Daythorn, you guys are at the demon's nest. You're trying on clothes. Uh, Nora, are you, what are you doing? Are you looking in the, like, the female section? Yes. Just browsing? Uh, yes. As you're browsing, there is a kind of chipper voice, and this young man is standing uh, in the aisle with you, and he's just like, hi, uh, are you finding everything Okay. Yeah, I'm just browsing. Do you need any help? Uh, I don't think so. Well, my name's Stefan. If you need any help, just let me know. I'm really good at custom fitting stuff. So. And uh, you notice that as he's talking to you, he is snacking on a very large bag of chips. Like, family-sized party sized uh well uh are you new here sort of i've only been on this planet once before oh so you're from a different planet i am neat i've always wanted to go to another (sighs) planet yeah it's pretty fun i've been to a few now so are you like a space adventurer? You could say that, yeah. Hey DM, how long has it been? Uh, it's only been about 20 minutes. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, it was not a very long walk. He he kind of talks to you a little bit more. He's very excitable. And he picks out some clothes and he's like, you know, I really think that you would look good in these ones. You should try them on. Our fitting rooms are in the back. Thank you. I will do that. <laughs> Question. Do you say it like that? Uh, Nora's very awkward at the moment. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, he, he kind of, like, not leads you, but shows you where the dressing rooms are. And then goes back over to a desk after a uh, tiefling uh, from the other side of the room yells at him and says, Stefan, customer service is not like that. (laughs) Go back to your desk. I steal one of his chips as I go to the back. Oh, no. Uh... He kind of gives you this, like, enraged look. 
Oh, I but... give it back. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I thought we were having fun here. Is this a tiny barbarian? <laughs> <laughs> a fashion barbarian. Oh, God. <laughs> that is the perfect way to describe Stefan. I am writing that down. I just put it back. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we were having fun and still you stole my food. Oh, Would you like a chip? No, I'm okay. I was just messing with you. Okay, fitting rooms are back there. As you hear the oh. tiefling from across the room, Stefan! Desk! Now! <laughs> I go try on the clothes. Do they fit me in my tiefling form? Did you change, like, your height or weight at all? No, not really, because I figured that would make the clothing look weird if I tried to do that. Yeah, so if they fit you in the form that you're in now, they're gonna fit you in the form that you are when you're normal. Do they have a place for my tail? Uh, you can have that altered into them. Might be kind of awkward if you've been asking for them to add a tail hole. I have a twin from another, another mother. I have a twin, really. Botches. Fling. Oh, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm gonna let you decide how you're gonna go about that because there are certain people with you that could ask, but somebody's gonna have to uh, swallow their pride. Just saying. Well, that shit ain't happening. <laughs> well, then you don't have a tail hole. <laughs> Fuck. Daythorn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you are- I'm looking at the AI clothes. Okay, the AI clothes are, um, they're just as nice quality as the other clothes. Mm. Like, they have the places for the ports and everything like that. But they're a little more uh, toned down than the other outfits that are there. There are ones that are the Bry Sanctum colors. Um, that kind of maroon, the gray, and the white. Mm -hmm. uh, which one would I think would be more appropriate for Sito? <laughs> if he ever came into Trine, possibly. Uh, you can make a wisdom check. Wisdom check. Darn you, wisdom. <laughs> oh, that's a 26. So, you remember uh, seeing some of the AIs in Trine, and there is a, a simple uh, outfit that kind of matches the ones that they would wear to make him stand out a little less. Botches? Yes. You are putting stuff up away kind of messily books are upside down you put one just on its side on top of all the other books just because you can't it didn't figure out fit. where it goes <laughs> why didn't it fit they were all on here before <laughs> it's fine and you do uh, you do find as you're picking up the last book <clears throat> a newspaper article does fall at your feet and it isn't 
exactly about the wedding. Oh? The title reads, Royal Advisor Arrested. And that's where we're going to end it. No! No! <laughs> 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 no! <laughs> Alright, on that note, uh, welcome to the third week of MinMax Mankind. This is the three out of... Third out of five, five Wednesdays this month, halfway through. Woo! Uh, <laughs> to quickly summarize, Min Max Mankind is an all May event started by Lawful Stupid. For more information, you can visit minmaxkind.org. Minmaxmankind.org. There you go. Uh, for more, we'll be donating. We'll, we will be donating to Child's Play Charity, which is dedicated to improving the lives of children, toys, and games. You can either donate games or you can send money to Child's Play throughout the year and they'll buy games for the kids. And all these donations will provide um, a great distraction from a really kind of unpleasant time while being stuck in a hospital. So, rolling with advantage, we have. Can I go for it? Yeah. That would be a 19. Another 19! That is 19 more dollars from me! Yay! Uh, So, at 20SA, if you are able, we want you to roll a d20 and give it to a charity of your choice. Have fun with it, and if you're a podcast, let your fans know uh, so they can help decide where it goes. And don't forget to challenge other people. and then, as another reminder, again, most of the cast has donated something to MinMax Mankind for the raffle. So donate your monies and let Lawful Stupid know. And us too. That'd be good. everyone for listening today you can check us out and follow us on twitter instagram and facebook at 20sa podcast and youtube at 20 sided adventures cast for all your sneak peeks previews extra content or random shit we say or if you just want to chill and hang out in our discord say hello we promise we won't bite hard we also have a website for other fun tidbits such as the Help Action Initiative. Links are in the description below. Don't forget to like and review our episodes on your pod listener of choice. We love to know what you think, we love five stars, and we also love your honesty because it's the best policy. See you later, space cadets. Reach for the stars. And send a postcard or an email. Bye! Bye.